365. The fantasy season never dies. Welcome to Every Day is Draft Day. Presented by Champions Round. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Every Day is Draft Day episode. I don't remember what episode it was. I'm Dan Turner. Joining me as always, Steffi Smalls, actually not sitting on the floor. What's up, I'm Steph? not. I'm in a chair. Isn't that are, pretty you're cool? literally moving Not up in the world. Bad. Literally moving up. Hikewise. It's great. Oh, God. <laughs> so, moving right along into uh, some news. Uh, just before getting on the air, Odell Beckham cleared waivers. Where do you think he's going to sign? Where, where should he sign? Do you even care? Is it weird that I kind of like him now that he's not? Like now that it's like doesn't it's not associated with the Giants anymore. This is like kind of like Brady and the Patriots. Like speaking of Patriots, I think he should go to the Patriots. I think it's the best landing spot for him. I feel like everyone is yelling into the air. You know, he wants to be a contender. He whines about not getting the ball. It's been a consistent thing with him. Um, so why would he want to go to a team that has a very clear defined wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three? He needs to go somewhere that is lacking. I mean would you argue that the Patriots do not have a wide receiver one? I would not. You are correct. Yeah. So I would love, I feel like the Saints are also a nice option. KC is actually a nice option. I don't know that that is going to be the case, but my dream spot for him is the Patriots. I know everyone's talking about the Packers and uh, what's the other one? Seattle, but Seattle. Yes. Um, I actually wouldn't want him on the Saints. I don't think he'd be happy there and it was clear from him you know meeting with teams before where period saying he doesn't want to go to anybody that's rebuilding and only to a contender that i mean my favorite spot would be the packers honestly i think that literally the glaring need that the packers have had for years is that wide receiver across from Devonte adams that wasn't a complete bum so if you get you know odell there and he behaves himself and you know he's healthy and I don't think he's ever going to be the the the, the Odell we saw in, in New York again, talent-wise, but he's still definitely more talented than anything else they have outside of Devontae Adams. So I would love for him to go there. But I can see the the appeal of him also going to New England, too. That's definitely a, a Belichick-type move to get Mac Jones, that, that number one guy that he needs. And New England is offense. quietly doing very well, and no one is paying attention, but they are very sneakily – performing at a level that they could end up winning that division if things end up going in their favor and they could end up making a nice playoff run. So I think to uh, count the Patriots out or to count Billy B out and then you had OBJ, like I think that would be a really nice uh, piece there. hundred, a hundred percent. And yeah, people are, are, are too busy worrying about Buffalo, you know, losing to the Jags and stuff, but that, that kind of thing is opening the door for New England to, to you know get right back into that division race. So it's definitely something to look at uh, going forward. Hopefully we'll get some, some news sometime you know, today where, he, where he's going to sign. All right, so moving along, we're going to head to our mailbag. We got a bunch of some awesome questions for, us, for to this week. So we're going to get right to it. Question number one. Are there any Falcons receivers that have fantasy value outside of Kyle Pitts? Uh, like, I don't know, for nine points a Russell week, Gage. I guess. You just That's have to it. decide which one now. I 
the Russell Gage thing is kind of annoying because I actually thought he'd be way more involved even with Ridley there. I thought that that was going to, I thought Julio leaving almost gave Russell Gage a little bit bigger of a role. And, but honestly, you're seeing them do exactly what we should have expected. And we did expect is Kyle Pitts is everything they kind of need. Um, and I think it's going to be a crapshoot trying to figure out which wide receiver there is going to end up getting the rest of the work uh, each week. Um, I, you know, it stinks because I, I really was I had Russell Gage all over the place, but I've honestly dropped him in a couple of places because it's like I'm not, I don't know what week to start him. I'm not going to get anything for him. So uh, I'd rather make room for one of these rising guys this week. The season you want to make room for that third string running back that's about yeah i have to make room for all of my giants fantasy players that do absolutely nothing because of jason garrett (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no i i I agree with you i I was on you know the same page as you i thought that that russell gage with with julio levy was definitely going to step up into that into that uh you know that role right behind calvin ridley and you know get and perform but he really hasn't um done so to to this point i mean uh, two weeks ago we didn't even you know, didn't have any points at all. And this past week, he, he did pretty well, but we definitely need to see some more consistency uh, from him before we can we can trust him uh, outside of Pitts. Uh, and obviously, you know, he'd be the number three option with outside of Pitts and Patterson right as of right now. So, but there's, there's definitely value there. I mean, they, they throw the ball a ton. I didn't and it's it. so funny because the Falcons have these two guys that are now their studs because Ridley's not there. That are also kind of dual players. I mean, not kind of. They are. They are. I mean, they're both the wide receiver in a sense, and one's running back and one's a tight end. So mm-hmm. uh, it kind of eats out a lot of the volume there because they really could get the job done with just the two of them. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They can line up anywhere on the field and run anything. So who needs anyone else, really? Yeah. Speaking with the Falcons. So speaking of Ridley, you know he he's gone. You know, take care of his mental health for a while. What are you doing with him now? Uh, if you haven't been redrafted, it's okay. I think you can go ahead uh, and part ways with it in Dynasty. Throw them. I, I think most you can put him on IR. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, so you can stash him. I have a feeling that means we're not. It feels very much like Ridley will probably not be back this season, is what my gut is telling me. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. No, I, I agree. I think that to. It, it was a big it, it was a big deal for for him to you know announce that he needed to take time off or something like that. That's not something that we had seen uh, much before uh, in in the NFL. Um, so I think that if whatever it, it was that he needed to to go and take care of was as big a deal as he he made it seem, I, I don't think that we'll we'll see him back this this year um, because of that. Wh- whatever it is, you know, only right. only he knows obviously, but. Uh, from the way it sounded and the way he 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 made it seem with with, with that letter he he you know wrote, it doesn't seem to me that he'll be coming back this year. Right, and it's good though. I think it's like I do um, like that. Finally, mental health is taking a place where players feel like they can be vocal enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas in the past, I'm sure maybe situations like this have come up, but they've tried to write it out. But for him, he's like knows that his mental health he needs a break that's dessert that's deserving of a place uh in injury reserve yeah it's not physically yeah. but um i applaud him for being able to come out absolutely 100 100 i think it, all, it also helped that you know he was he 
he's such a uh, like a, a well-known player. You know, he he's on everyone's like fantasy right and everything. And the fact that uh, he he made it more acceptable to to you know admit that you you might have some some mental health. You know, you can take care of your mental health too. It's not yeah, you, physical injuries happen in football all the time, but there's guys that are also dealing with a lot more. You know, outside the game or even during the game, whatever. And that they, they should get the same level of care for for that than they would do for like a you know an ankle sprain or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do applaud him for for being able to to come out and and shed light on that on that issue. Definitely. So next one, who's your favorite low owned and or waiver wire receiver for the rest of the season? I don't want it to be a receiver, so I'm changing the question because I don't follow the rules. Um, All right, we're just prior move. Go get Friar Moon now, like right now. Uh, I picked him up last week, was very happy. I think you're seeing, you know, Big Ben. We see this happen when quarterbacks get older uh, and they're starting every week to rely even more heavily on him. And I mean, I was so happy that I picked him up with Hawk on bye week, uh, 21 plus points. So I think that Fryermuth, I know uh, everyone thinks I'm crazy because you'll see all my flex spots with tight end. I, I'll, I will play. I'll play 200 tight ends in a week. I don't care. Um, but he's someone that is obviously consistently, uh, we've seen what he, he's done these past two weeks. He is a tight end one, like very much so. And I think you're going to see him keep rising uh, up the leader's board here as far as tight end goes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm 100% with you. I'm definitely, you know, in that in that co-pilot seat on the, on the farm with bandwagon I'm with you. I'm, I love him. You know, he's definitely, you know, building a rapport with, with Ben. You know, he's getting – more targets every week is getting those touchdowns. He's getting all those targets that Juju doesn't get now because he's out. Uh, you know, and he, he kind of reminds me a little bit of a, of a more athletic like Keith Miller for for Ben now. Ben obviously his arm isn't as good as it was, mm-hmm. so to have that that weapon in the middle of the field, he's definitely jumped into that that upper echelon. Um, he gives like, me Gronk vibes. Is that weird? Like I don't know what it is. No. It's something Gronky about, or is it maybe just the athleticism, the size? That's maybe that's more. I think, more, more, um, I think, and I think yeah. I want everyone to be like Gronk, but it, I think he has this. You know, he's he's the perfect build. Has the perfect athlete. Everything about him is very screams tight end one. And I right. think that he uh, was an absolutely a great value for the Steelers. Something that they definitely needed over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and, and it's funny too because you know coming out of college, it wasn't like he was some like unknown bum. If it wasn't for Kyle Pitts, like he would have been the, the tight end one coming out of this mm-hmm. class. You know, he did great in college. Uh, so right. the fact that he went to Pittsburgh, who's had you know a long history of utilizing the tight end successfully, was was it was a great thing. But because you know obviously Kyle Pitts and he's the you know a Hall of Fame tight end as soon as he was drafted, it was it was kind of a disservice to to Frymuth. But it's good to see that he's getting kind of the recognition he deserves now. Uh, it's actually awesome that they got Najee and him. What the hell yeah. are we all doing? Like, what is happening? They, yeah, they completely rebuilt the their offense in one draft, pretty mm-hmm. much, except for the line. But you know, that's neither here nor there. I can't believe I have to ask this question. Okay, who would win in a fight? Me, as an actual eagle, yeah, or Daniel Jones. I mean, obviously Daniel Jones. Like, I feel like that shouldn't even be a question. He would be faster than you. And I think he would just squash you with his biceps or like he would just like a bug. 
Okay. Well, eagle's talons are like razor sharp. Would you like scratch? Try to scratch his eyes out or something? I would. Yeah, I would literally scratch his eyes out. Mm -hmm. And then like, no. yeah. I just don't think it would happen. But and I also, in my head, like I've never, I've never physically seen Daniel Jones, despite maybe thinking that I have. Um, but to <laughs> me, he's like uh, a combination between like Hercules and Zeus, if they were one human oh, being. Okay. So I also, you know, don't entirely like. I probably have a poor uh, imagining, uh, uh, like imagining of what he actually is. Okay, so so going by by your imagination, yeah, I probably won't be the reality. I mean, he'd probably try to run away and trip. And then I just get them. So yeah, but that, I also that, feel like I don't know in my head too. Like eagles are very similar to pigeons. Like they're essentially the same thing to me. So I don't think is, of them as very like malicious. It's not even remotely. I know. At all, scientifically, pigeons are not eagles. Yeah. Well. All right. That was a fun question. This. Yeah. So I'll take this time now to let everyone know we're doing a Trey Lance signed jersey contest this week. So what you need to do is DM us on Instagram with the key phrase, which is Lance will make her dance. I don't know who the her is in that, but whatever. And also comment on this video once it's posted and tell us who will win rookie of the year. So yeah. to review, DM us on Instagram with the phrase Lance will make her dance and comment on this video and tell us who will win rookie of the year. And you'll be entered to win that Trey Lance signed jersey, which is pretty cool. Hubba hubba. I shut up. I, I hate you both for that. I'm never living that one down. Next question. Redraft. Josh Jacobs and Kyle Pitts for Travis Kelsey. Which side wins? I'm assuming PPR. Uh like I just this one, I mean, we're probably gonna disagree on this, but I am not taking the, the Kelsey side. I feel like who were the two again? Josh Jacobs. And Kyle Pitts for Travis Kelsey no. in PPR redraft. No so you're taking the Pitts side? With yeah, Jacobs? I think that we've seen. I mean, Kelsey is obviously Kelsey, and I get that. I'm not. There's nothing, but uh, I, it's more. I don't trust the Chiefs. I guess I know that I. I know Jacobs' role a little bit is more clear to me, and so is Pitts as well. I'd rather take both of those and uh, take the higher weeks out of both of them. Maybe that's a little foolish, but for me, I'd rather have both of those guys versus Kelsey, because Kelsey, I mean, maybe this is also might be me emotionally talking, because he burnt me a couple times, so. You answering with emotion, I am um, I'm shocked, uh, shocked I'm that you would do that. Um, like we're not getting along. <laughs> um, I think I, I would agree with you uh, only because I think Pitts is becoming a lot more of the focal point of the Falcons offense recently and the Chiefs just aren't acting like the Chiefs right now for whatever reason uh, mm -hmm. you know they're just Mahomes isn't you know accurate with with, with passing and Kelsey's going to get you those points but I do like the upside more of, of Pitts right now um and, and Jacobs I'm not really a big fan of. I think that, you know, Kenyon Drake eats into a lot more of his role than I'd like. Uh, but I definitely, for some reason, I'm agreeing with you, and I take the uh, the Pitts-Jacob side. Wow. You're really, I'm convincing you things that you don't want to agree with. Like, you put Ingram on your sits, and I know that that was my fault. I'm I have brainwashed you. I didn't even put him on my sits this week. Going to go and spend 14 hours and reevaluate my life after this episode. So, <laughs> cool. 
Speaking of Kelsey, would you trade a 2022 first and second round pick for in you know, a rookie pick for for Kelsey? Okay. Well, I tricked you because this is my question, and I just want to hear what you have to say. Oh, okay. You tricked me. I put this on here. I just got this you got story. me good. Um, okay. So my opinion, I would, I would trade the picks for. I would take Kelsey, only because. In Dynasty. I mean, yeah. obviously. Why did yeah, I say Dynasty. that? Am I serious? You are. So you said that on. We were live. So. I need another coffee. You do. You need. Okay, um, but what about? So what would you trade? How do I get rid of Kelsey Beasley? I have a ton of tight ends. I don't need him, and I have a kind of a rebuild okay. team. All right. So you, you just say that next time. Um, okay. Go for. 20, That's what I meant. Go for, go for 2023, a 2023 first, and whatever else you can get for him, because the 23 draft is much better, skill position wise. And you can get more of those picks because people, in my opinion, always never look like too far into the future in Dynasty. So you can get more value a year later than you would now for better players, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to get weird with it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I am very concerned with whatever that offer will be. Very concerned. Okay, is this is this your question too, Moody and twenty two second? Okay, so okay, mm -hmm. we're just right. So Mooney and a twenty twenty two second for Kareem Hunt. What side? Um, all right, let me just ask you since it's your question. What's what do your running backs look like? Uh, that's a good question. I would have to find that team so we can circle back to this question if you want. All right, circling back. You, I'm you only on, I'm only in seventy five leagues, so but that is a good uh -huh. question. Yes, but I think I'm doing fine without him. So let's see. I'll find it. All right, next question. Uh, Burrow is the starter on bye. They have Heineke, but Goff and Simeon are available on waivers. Who they, should they start at quarterback? Heineke, uh, Goff, or Simeon? Well, I'll tell you. Who do the Lions have again? I don't know. I have it right here somewhere. Steelers. Mm, Steelers. Definitely not golf. That's for sure. Not, the not with the way yeah. that they've been sacking over there. Absolutely not. Really? I would not start golf. I think you're asking for a lot of trouble uh, doing that. I, I think it's a crapshoot between the two. You don't really know how Heine is ever going to play. So he could have a good week or not. I'm leaning towards uh, trusting the Saints, but again, you have Tennessee, who's very hot yeah, I'm right not now. Trusting, I'm not trusting uh, the Saints against Tennessee after what they just did to Stafford. So I'm going to yeah, go Yeah, I actually think I would play Heineke. Yeah, Heineke for that one. <sighs> oh, I found okay. it. Okay, good. What is okay, it? Okay, so I have – why is it reloading, sleeper? Okay, I, I have a lot of running backs, honestly. I have okay. Connor – I have uh, he's, Tony he's P. I've got okay. Kenyon Drake. I've got Balage, Ahmad, Chuba Hubbard. I and who else? I probably have people on IR. And then I have Hunt on IR, which is who they're trying to trade for. So Mooney and a twenty-two second for Hunt. What are your receivers? Ah, uh, uh, good question. No, I'm asking so much. I have uh, Elijah Moore, Boyd. Chanel, I'm kind of weak at receiver. Galladay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ross, Higgins. 
Zay Jones, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, Curtis Samuel, MBS, okay, yeah, that's great. Take Mooney. Take Mooney in the second and then draft a uh, receiver with that second yeah. round pick, please, for love of God. Okay, good idea. I, uh, yeah, I'm glad we talked that out because I wanted to do it. I thought it was a good idea, but I need to hear someone else say it. So now yes. like, I can blame you when it doesn't go well. Yes. So it's not just my fault. And and it's recorded live, so I can't even say I didn't say that. So exactly. This is a great poem by you because we're now none, obviously none, none of the questions are mine anymore. This is, we're done with my therapy no, okay. session. We're, we're done. We're done with the, uh, with the with the Steph fantasy therapy. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Okay. I appreciate Good. it. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Making <laughs> the inc- making your incorrect fantasy decisions for you. <laughs> All right. So this is more of a, a ruleish type question. Someone traded Connor for. Uh, Devontae Free, uh, Devontae Smith, right before the news broke that uh, Edmonds would go on IR. Should the trade be vetoed? No. No, absolutely not. not. Uh, I I believe I've been in a league that, like, the vetoing really happens. But, again, he got injured. You should have known at that point. Anytime a player gets injured, you're not positive he's not going to go on IR. So, yeah. That's the mistake of the uh, of the receiving side of Edmonds right. uh, to make you that. You made the decision anyway. taking on, even, you know, like my trade we just talked about. If Hunt yeah. ends up being out for the season, that's not my problem. You are trading for him. You know he's on IR. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think it should be vetoed at all. I'd throw a not fit. Even, no, not even. Uh, for whether the question is worded, it seems that the trade was agreed to before Edmonds got hurt even. So in that case, absolutely not. Either, either case, really, absolutely not. I mean, vetoes in, in general are stupid. Uh, but in this specific case, there is no way that, that that should be vetoed. Absolutely not. And if it was, I'd leave the league, honestly, because that's dumb. Uh, all right. If Russell Wilson is back, do we play him against Green Bay or do you play Teddy Bridgewater against my Eagles? I think you should answer because they're your Eagles. I don't want to answer. Why? Because you want to say against your Eagles? No, I know you're going to be against my Eagles. Uh, I would play Wilson. I mean, it's not—it's a no-brainer. If Russell Wilson is healthy, you're playing Wilson over Teddy Bridgewater. It's not even—it's not even yeah. close. I mean, Denver is probably going to run all over us. I mean, I'd play the running backs definitely, but I don't think that Bridgewater is going to do as well as uh, as Wilson would if he starts. Right. Oh, you agree? Yes, I agree. Okay. That's fine. I'll allow it. Oh, you. Will. Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. Uh, Less. Question of the day. Well, actually, there's, there's two questions. It's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the rest of season, uh, redraft full PPR. Uh, first one, DeAndre Swift or Daryl Henderson? Um. Yeah. I. So this stinks a little bit. <laughs> Not. It doesn't stink. I just think I don't want to say what I want, how I feel, and how I feel is. I think I like Swift the rest of the season, which I know totally sounds insane, but Sony Michelle has weirdly, creepily been more involved, and I don't love it. Um, I think the Rams, we might see him starting. He's not going to eat away at some of the volume, but in a sense, he might, and we've seen it start to happen. Um, he's actually on my show sheet to talk about uh, on Small Socks Balls because it's stressing me out. I would go Swift because I think his role is more defined is all. And, I, you know, he's he's sitting right now at RB9. I think Henderson's down at RB12. So as of right now, he has played, uh, you know, has performed better for fantasy. Um, 
I would I would go Swift. Uh, I, wow, I, we're I'm, agreeing way too much. It's I I I know I'm I am sick really it. feeling ill right now. Uh, but I, you had made some good points. Uh, I don't trust you know Henderson with with Sony you know eating into his into his workload, and and the Lions really don't have any major weapons besides Swift and Hawkinson. So it's not like we have to worry about Swift's you know carries or target share or anything that's pretty secure. Uh, so in this case, rest of the rest of the season, I, I go with Swift. And last but not certainly not least, in this horrifying, horrifying episode where we we're agreeing far too much, would you go Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson for the rest of the year? Uh, uh you know, I, hate, I don't. I don't know. That's why I asked. Can you go first? No, I will. Um, I, I go first. Do you want me to go first? You no, know, go ahead, and then we'll see. I don't I'll think I'm going to agree with. You. I'm not going to agree right. with you on this, though. All right. Sounds good. I'm taking Jamar Chase uh, because I think that the Vikings offense isn't as good uh, as it was last year. I think that everyone, you know, saw what Justin Jefferson did last year, and I, it wasn't realistic that he was going to repeat that kind of, of of yardage and touchdowns and play. And I think that, you know, Chase is the Burrow's obvious favorite target, so – the rest of the season, I'd probably go with Chase. As long as Burrow's healthy. Let me let me caveat that. If Burrow's healthy, I'll go Chase. If not, then Jefferson. Okay, so I have to agree with you, which is really obnoxious. Um, <laughs> you said but you it comes down to Zimmer and Kubiak. Uh, I mean, the dude had like three receptions like last week. Uh, they are, for some reason, uh, essentially calling – I think – the Vikings and Jason Garrett might have the literal same playbook. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, they, for some reason, do not want to get Jefferson involved. Uh, they're playing very uh, soft, um, scared football. And, you know, I mean, Chase is sitting right now as wide receiver three through nine weeks yeah. of play. That's pretty impressive. Uh, and I bet he won't drop very far after, yeah. uh, you know, this bye week even. I think Chase and the Burrow connection you can't beat. And the Vikings, just their offense, they have everything they need to be a contender, and they fail to do so. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it perfectly. They just, for some reason, they can't put it all together uh, when they have all, all the pieces. And 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 Chase is... It took a little, a little bit, uh, but he's clearly, you know, the, the top guy in Cincinnati and him and Burrow have that connection. So definitely, definitely uh, chase uh, the rest of the season. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of Every Day of Draft Day, where Steph and I agreed far too much. Uh, join us next time because we're running two shows a week now. Yeah. So we get to, if you don't get back to, out. Uh, we get to agree twice as much. I'm not going to back. Why would I back out? Say the phrase again for them. What are we I giving away saying, this game? I am not saying the phrase again. I am you not. have to. It's in, I don't it's have, in our employee I don't, contract. You are not my boss. I don't have I, to. That's okay. I'm going to tell on you. You have to. You, you, are, you are such a tattletale. Find, I don't remember find, it. Uh, what is it, though? Find, I don't remember either, actually. One second. Let me see here. Find, tell people where they can find you while I look for this. Oh, here it is. Lance will make her dance. That's what it is. Lance will make her dance. 
You happy? All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Every Day is Draft Day. I hope you all enjoyed the fact that Steph and I agreed on pretty much everything, causing both of us to examine how we are living our lives. Steph, why don't you uh, let everyone know where they can find you? You guys can find me at Eagle Dan. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can find me at Steffi Smalls with three L's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Uh, and all my stuff is at Champions Round. You can find me on Twitter at Eagle Dan FF. That's uh, one E, not three E's, one E. Uh, you can also find me at Champions Round. You can, I have a wave article that came out today. Uh, my buy sell will be tomorrow. And my weekly preview is on um, Friday. You can catch Steph on a Smalls Talks Balls. It's a great show. You check that out. Yeah. And, uh, you can yeah. catch us again. We're going to record twice this week. Twice. We're recording twice now because that's how much we love agreeing with each other. We want to give you guys twice the amount of agreement. That's how we roll around here. All right, everyone, have uh -huh. a uh, have a great week, and I'm gonna go and uh, and uh, find a new co-host. Bye. Bye.